Hello, this is Andy Cates, Senior Economist at Haver Analytics, and a big thank you for tuning into this latest edition of our weekly podcast. So financial markets have continued to gravitate toward a Goldilocks scenario in recent days where economic growth is neither too hot nor too cold and where inflation gradually moderates to more target-friendly levels for central banks. Under that scenario, policymakers can presumably take their proverbial foot off the brake and sit back and wait for a few months before gently reapplying the accelerator. But while that view may have appeared overly optimistic a few weeks ago, much of the incoming data more recently appears to support this narrative. GDP data for most major economies, for example, including from the UK earlier today, suggests that the recession was averted in the second quarter of this year. And that was despite the high odds that had been assumed by many economists and by many financial market participants about that scenario. In the meantime, ebbing US labor market activity, firmer productivity growth and more benign unit labor cost pressures in the second quarter have aligned quite convincingly uh, with the Goldilocks narrative, not least given the importance of unit labor costs for inflation outcomes. And this has found an echo in the headline CPI inflation outcomes for June, as well as for July, not just for the US, but for other major economies as well. Now, that being said, and not for the first time, the incoming data can still be cut both ways. Much of the good news on the inflation front, for example, can be traced to the weakness of energy prices in recent months. But with oil prices having strengthened again more recently and core inflationary pressures less benign than the headlines suggest, market-based measures of inflation expectations are now somewhat unfriendly for most central banks. Finally, and in the other direction, the latest data flow from China have not been at all friendly for soft landing enthusiasts as downside risks to the growth and inflation outlook have been accumulating. That brings me neatly to the week ahead, where China's monthly data for industrial production, retail sales and fixed asset investment uh, in July are bound to be closely scrutinized for any further evidence of these downside risks. And certainly the underlying details about the pace of real estate investment growth will be a, a key focal point, given the degree to which excess capacity in the property market is clearly at the root um, of the economy's present malaise. Elsewhere, for the record, the US sees some July data for retail sales on Tuesday and a couple of more forward-looking regional manufacturing surveys for August, respectively, on Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, investors will also be looking closely at the FOMC minutes that are due on Wednesday. As for Europe, the UK takes centre stage next week with some labour market data on Tuesday, some CPI stats on Wednesday and some retail sales numbers on Friday. Key here uh, will probably be the pace of wage inflation in the labour market details and the evolution of core inflation uh, in the CPI details. Finally, on the Haven News front, just note that we've added some regional financial resilience indices from the Canadian provinces to our Canada R database. If you have any questions about these ads or, or the content more generally of this podcast, please get in touch with me or one of our sales representatives. 
Otherwise, have a great week ahead.